All right, Kayla. So now hear me out. Got a question for you. So my question is, you know, this month is Black History Month, of course. So my question is for you, what do you enjoy most about being black or being a person of color? That's a really good question. Um, so many things. First thing that comes to mind, it was food. So eating seasoned food all the time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I would also say like just I, I don't know how to say, but just funniness are all around you. And just like the our mannerisms, the things we do, the things we joke about, yeah. and how comfortable we are to just to say this certain things and how we were raised. It, it's just it's just funny, and it it just brings life and light. Yeah, I I agree. Um, you know what isn't good, great about being black? <laughs> Swaggiest. So, hey, you know everybody's <laughs> trying to everybody's trying to uh, jump on our sw- swag and. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to be black. <laughs> right. The but, culture, though. Yeah, the culture. The, our culture is just you so unique. And it comes in so many different ways and, st- and stuff like that. Um, the black community is just, which is very talented people, uh, you know, in all kinds of ways where I feel like in a way that a lot of communities try to put rules and things in our way that kind of stop us from being mm-hmm. the True. best we can be. And I think a lot of just a lot of races are kind of afraid of how well the black community could probably be. And so I feel like there's a lot of obstacles they kind of throw in our way to just slow us down. So I think like for me, it's like the challenge of, you know, everything as far as, you know, it feels like everything is a challenge. Like you have to, I hate, I don't hate to say like I have to prove myself to be better or that we can do this as well. You know, but coming back from my history and just, you know, showing our, our ancestors did a lot for us and that, you know, we can, we conquer a lot because of them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, there's the seasoned food, of course. You know, there's a lot of people of color that season their food, but, you know, there are black, you know, we, we've we had hit, some, it hit. we've had some non-seasoned food before. Yep. <laughs> um but yeah what isn't great about being black the but, melanin your yeah. skin don't be you know wrinkled when black you, don't crack man not until you like at least 90 <laughs> that's when you really start getting wrinkles yeah true 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 <laughs> um so that's what you like about being black so what is it that you don't like no i didn't know you was gonna hit me with a switch up yeah there gotta be there gotta be a, you know a, a back end I of everything no there's I mean, of course, you could talk about oppression and, yes. you know, crap that we still go through. But I don't know. But like you like you were explaining, the challenge to overcome those things is just, you know, it, it kind of makes us stronger in a way. It makes it all worthwhile. In any yeah. Way. Um, I don't know. What do I not like? That's the correct answer. I, well, OK, no, <laughs> I, I'll say one because it happened to me today at work, actually. Um. I don't like how, especially with us having masks on all the time in public, I think other ethnicities, they think that we all look alike and they're mistaken us for other people. Okay. And I'm at fault for not calling them out sometimes because I don't have the energy to and I just go with it. But like I did today, I was coming out the bathroom and I saw someone 
at my job of high status that doesn't really know who I am because I'm just uh-huh. at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> <laughs> but she came in the bathroom. She was like, oh, my goodness, how are you doing? Are you recovering from this week? And I was like, yeah. I had no idea what <laughs> I I promise you she thought I was somebody else. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah, so I I don't like how people really mistaken us for other people and think that we all look like cuz we all are unique. Yeah. And and all of us have our own unique features and things even with the mask on with the mask on. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um and honestly, you didn't really say why you didn't like being black. Kind of just didn't like something that people do for, to black people which okay. is actually not a bad thing you know i don't have anything i don't like about being black there are a lot of things that come with being black that come off negatively mm-hmm. um where it comes to job opportunities and um things of what you know police brutality that has been going on lately and continue you know, discrimination exactly you know there's just obviously there are those things that are negatively you know, seen when on the black side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, or the color side, I guess you say. Um, but you know, by the end of the day, we we love who we are. I know I love who I am. Yeah. And I wouldn't change being colored for anything in the world. Yeah, I I would say I'm really glad that you know our culture has gotten to this point because there was a point in time, even for me, where you know you were, you know you're kind of subjected to like this european standard of beauty yep and um you don't feel beautiful and the skin that you're in or the hair that you have and you know me being a little fifth grader i went through that and i know a lot of little black girls and black boys go through that and it's really sad that we felt like that at one point but i think our culture and society is doing a lot better by raising us up and how we look and you know what we decide to do with our hair and just express ourselves agreed agreed i I do think we are coming to a point in time where we are starting to accept who we really are and we're actually trying to, we are making people accept us for who we are and not trying to bend and change and alter ourselves to be the standard for and make them feel comfortable it's like no this is my hair this is my skin this is how i look you know you don't change me because i don't look like you and i think that's something that was very hard for other people to understand and now they're finally starting to understand that Mm -hmm. and which that's what i'm most proud of to be honest is that you know we are you know we're starting we're really learning to stand up for who we are be proud of who we are and actually kind of going in the direction i think our ancestors really want us to go and you know they're like hey we fought, we fought for all this we didn't fight for y'all to you know become the standard you know be yourself mm-hmm. and so let, shoot you see our hair yep <laughs> crowns hey kings and queens out there <laughs> but um you have anything else you want to add to that i don't know i don't think so not right now. Yeah, we'll get into it. You know, yeah. we got a lot. We got a lot coming for this this episode. So you ready to get the podcast started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, bet. All right, getting the podcast started in three, two, one.
What up, everybody? This is your boy, Chris. It's your girl, Kayla. <laughs> and welcome to Now Hear Me Out. This is episode number, I believe, 42. Um, if not, I'll put the correct episode right here. <laughs> but as you guys have noticed, um, we are missing a person right now. Is Are we? <laughs> You're so wrong. Who are we missing? <laughs> She's so mean. So as you notice, Kayla is filling in for Vic. Um that is the guy we're missing actually (laughs) he got kicked off this segment because obviously our voices are black (laughs) i'm just kidding oh man vic knows he's missed and he's he's loved but as you guys know vic was actually waiting to have his baby we talked about that last episode and she came early so congratulations to vic and kayla will be sitting in until he's ready to come back we want to give him a couple weeks or however long it takes for him so come back to the podcast and we're going to keep this rolling until he comes back. Um, His baby is adorable. She is. This is baby Ava, as we, we said on podcast before. Mm-hmm. But they end up having the baby in Houston. I, I'm not going to go too much into the story. Um, Vic will let you know whenever he gets back and he'll tell you about his his birthing birthing story. <laughs> his birthing story or <laughs> Leslie's birth story? It's both the birthing story. So, yeah. Don't do that. In birthing experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's their birthing story. But he'll he'll be back and he'll talk about that. But for now, we have Kayla here. And thank you for stepping in for him while he's gone. Um, So anything you want to say? Um, Regarding, regarding just being here? Yeah, just being here. I'm, or, you know, you want to talk about our week, I guess? Okay. We got a couple weeks. Yeah, we've got a couple weeks. Yeah, so... Um, I am happy to be here and happy to step in for a little bit for Vic. Um, yeah, we've had some things going on this weekend. Uh, we were able to get outside because the weather was beautiful. It was amazing, actually. At the end of January, which, you know, Texas, it's up and down. It's going to snow in a couple of days. Yeah. And it was beautiful, almost like 70 degrees this past weekend. So we played some sand volleyball with friends. We mm-hmm. got we played for what almost two to three hours. Yep. And we got extremely sore. We're still sore today, but it was really nice. We checked out. We saw baby Ava and Vic. Um, I got to hold a little baby. I did um, too. So it was nice uh, to see them. And they're happy and healthy, doing well. Um, and afterwards, we checked out this cool game place called Game Theory. Yep and um a really cool place i'll let Kristen talk a little bit more about it and and sunday was just a pretty much chill day for the most part um i think you went to church with a friend Uh uh-huh i went to church with my friend jessica it was really nice to have that time um what else yeah very chill day pretty chill and then back to the grind yeah and here we are today so um just like she said shit i was there with her all that <laughs> besides the church i think I, I went to the store um to pick up some groceries and stuff um but other than that so like she she touched on game theory game theory is basically uh, like a restaurant slash bar and they have a whole bunch of like board games and stuff that you they have like a huge selection of them and you go get the board games and bring it back to the table and play it so things like two dollars per person for each game and then you pay for your food drinks of course um pretty cool cool place actually um we went with troy if you guys remember troy he was on one of our episodes uh and it was pretty fun the only thing that wasn't fun about it was the wait so Mm -hmm. there's no you know we got there we actually got there late because troy 
was a, supposed to get there at 6 30 we didn't get there until like 8 39 and basically we still didn't have a table and so they had like forever we were still waiting and i say 8 39 probably eight o'clock but um we're waiting and you know they can't just go to the table and be like get up so story story time so we decided to order food um online while we wait for our table because shit we're hungry um our friend had already our friend casey he was uh well y'all haven't met him yet but <laughs> our friend casey had did he had ordered online he got his food they ate uh while we we're waiting for this table and so we did the same thing our whole group did because we're like shit well if we're gonna wait let's at least eat so when we get to the table we can just you know get drinks desserts whatever we want to do and play the games um so kayla talked to the guy and was asking for you know we got ordered our food it's been like 30 40 minutes just about mm-hmm. and she goes to check on the food and the guy kind of like mansplains you and away like he's like well you ordering online doesn't help the the kitchen and and you know you're actually slowing things up i'm like i wish i would have known because i would have been there too and but it's you know she said it was okay um i was calm yeah she's very calm better she's better than i am because i probably would have went off on him and asked to speak to him i would have put a whole karen on him <laughs> let me speak to your manager he's <laughs> probably the manager sadly yeah sadly but all in all it was a pretty fun time it had some we ate i think we ate too much and <laughs> yeah. but the food was pretty good i can't complain yeah i'll recommend it to anybody who wants to check it out yeah just yeah. Un- just understand you might be waiting a little bit longer if you go during the weekend um you, obviously there's some more games out there that last hours you're playing monopoly you're gonna be playing if you play it the correct way you're gonna be playing for at least like three hours easy um and but all in all great great place i want to shout out my friend Miriam because um she told us about this employed game and it was really funny to do with friends and it actually was yeah it was a it was probably the best game we played that night and you basically get these qualifications and um the the person the boss gives you the job you're applying for Mm -hmm. and you have to take these random not really helpful qualifications and just convince the boss why you deserve the job and you're competing for this one job um with the rest of the players so it's it's really fun super fun and (laughs) and also one more thing if you do if you do decide to go to game theory make sure you play games that you haven't played before Cause that was the thing we did. We got there. We played like two games we've already played before. We have in our like basically in our arsenal of games we have, and it just doesn't make sense to go to a, a place like that and get games that you've already played. Try some new stuff. Try something that you never did. So that's what we did with the employee game, and that was actually really fun. So other than that, I guess that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? I don't think so. All right, you ready to get into these stories? Yeah, let's do it. All right um so you want to start off the first segment yeah so since you see our lovely sign here we are celebrating black history month today while we're filming is the first day of black history month and we wanted to share a little bit with you what is black history month and how can you help support the black community support the blacks (laughs) even though we only have 28 days for this month I'm going to start a petition, actually. I think we should be selling Black History Month all day, all year around. So remember this. Celebrating, not selling. I said celebrating. 
Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> play back the tape. I was we will. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear it. Um, all right. So just to, I- I'll let you guess first, Kristen. When do you think Black History Month started? Like what year? I swear I just saw the, the, um, the year not so long ago. It wasn't like 1879? No. 1879? So- 1900s. That was probably like a couple years after slavery. (laughs) (laughs) You think you you think that was like, all right, you got your freedom in. Now you got your (laughs) history. Oh, Um, like that much. 1980. Ooh, Ooh, dang. You went from 1800s to 19. (laughs) Late 19. Am I getting closer though? Am I getting warm? 19. Go ahead. Just say what you want to say. No, no, no. Tell me if I'm hot or cold. It's 19 hot. You can do it. Yeah, it's 19. Uh, nineteen, but eighty is not right. Not correct. Okay, nineteen seventy nine. No, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. It's okay. So, Black History Month started in nineteen twenty six. I knew that. I was just, I was just testing you. Nineteen twenty six. That's not one of okay. the songs. <laughs> okay, so it started out nineteen twenty six by Carter G. Woodson, the father of Black History Month. It actually started off as Negro History Week, and then later on it was changed to Black History Month. And the first Black History Month was celebrated at Kent University, Kent okay. State University. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's um. And you may be wondering why February. You know why the shortest month? Yes. Was it petty or was it for a reason? It was petty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> according to online sources, says that the reason why it's February. It's merely because the second week holds Abraham Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass's birthday. So th- that's the reason behind February. All right. Um, as she, before she keeps going, I'm going to interject real quick. So I'm going to be starting a petition pretty soon to get our month changed to June. You know, one, because it's my birthday. And two, <laughs> and, okay. and two because... Juneteenth. That is literally that is literally for the blacks. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that you know Juneteenth. You know it did start off in Texas, and yep. it's mainly for you know the freedom of those slaves who didn't know they were free in Texas. Yep. That's that's when but the last slaves found out that they his, were free. Yeah, you're right. You are completely right. And I'm not. I don't have any oppose. Like I don't oppose June. That's a lovely month, and it is your birth month. Um, yes. but. Black History Month is celebrated in the United States, Canada, and it's now being recognized in the UK and Ireland, actually. And they can celebrate it in June with the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're able to, to sit here and throw days and stuff at everybody, and why can't we just have that day? I'll let I'll let us take, know. I even take January. I'm Isn't pretty Martin sure King Day in January? it is. And I'm pretty I'll sure other too. people have started this petition. I'm going to search. And, you know, if they haven't, I'm, I will. All right. Well, let us know how to, that goes on the next episode. Yeah, I better sign my petition. <laughs> but continue, babe. I'm sorry to interrupt All you. All right. Well, now that I shared a little bit about the history of Black History Month and where it came from, I wanted to share a few things that you can do. Yes, you. Yeah. You right there. That's eating that sandwich right there. I see you. And that person that walked behind the screen behind you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I want to share with you all what you can do to help support black communities during Black History Month. 
To name a few, you can subscribe to a black podcast. This man is black. He has a podcast. You should subscribe. If you haven't already, please click the subscribe button. There are several other wonderful black podcasts that you can subscribe to as well. Um, You can call an elder and check on like your grandmama or, you know, anybody in a black grandparents in a nursing home. (laughs) But what if you ain't black? Like you can do that. So you want people to call <laughs> you want people to call a random black old black people like grandma have <laughs> black history month. Okay, they <laughs> might know somebody in their community. You never know. They might know somebody who's always uh elder in their community who's black who needs to just be checked on. They pr- they probably never ever talked to that person before. Okay. Go check on your old black people in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. You can Support black businesses by spending your money on black art, black food and restaurants, even out, even if you're, you don't want to go out to restaurants, deliver. There's Uber Eats that has a, a amazing list of black restaurants in Dallas, and I'm sure in the area you're listening from. And uh, you can put your money towards those wonderful, wonderful businesses that were hit during the pandemic and are just doing great. You can buy a new book released by a black author. I want I wanted to ask a question. Oh yeah, yes, but sir. I didn't really want to ask a question. I actually want to interject on supporting black businesses. Uh-huh. So I love black people. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you something that I don't like about black people. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Cancelled. I love black people, but guess what? Black businesses sometimes these motherfuckers be charging the most. <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> they do. I'm not gonna sit here and lot of people. But do you know why? Because they're black. I don't know. <laughs> How are they supposed to playing. make overhead when people don't support I, their business? I get that, but at the same time, how do you support a business? Okay, so say for instance, you sell chicken, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not I'm trying to be a stereotypical like black person. I'm just saying you sell chicken. You sell fried chicken, right? You selling fried chicken for what? Let's say two piece with two sides, blah blah blah. For how much? Fifteen bucks. If I can go across the street to Popeyes. And get that same thing for, you know, five ninety nine. Why wouldn't I? I'll let that be your choice. All I'm, I'm just trying saying, to do is promote. I'm, hey, I I support black businesses. I do, but just understand. You don't have to go the, to that place. There's several other options. I get that, but a lot of black businesses make it hard for people to support them because their prices are so freaking high. Okay. But I, I get the fact that, you know, I guess you have you have to start somewhere. I'm not knocking it. A quality of, of black people's work is amazing. I'm going I'm going to always give them that. But that's that could be the reason why the prices are so high because okay. they do put a lot into it. Put a lot of thought, put a lot of time, you know, and you want to get paid for that. I get that. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have to charge a lot at the beginning. So eventually you could start charging cheaper when your your price. I mean, your business starts growing and you start being able to get more stuff. And maybe you're able to market and all that good stuff a little bit better. So let me ask you a question. Would you say the same about white businesses that are start off small? Do they charge a lot? I don't know any white businesses. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, Popeyes like, is owned by a white man. I'm saying, but those are already. Those, those are, are franchises. Yeah, those are already franchises. But you are comparing a small black business to a huge franchise. Exactly. 
That's not what's supposed to happen. I'm just You're saying, supposed to well, have an equal it's comparison. To, it's hard to uh, compare it to somebody who's not in the running right now. I'm mean, there are several, you know. Well, I'm talking about like you see like white pop up shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I don't see those too often. You don't. You only see black pop up pop up shops. Black Asians, you know, people of color for the most part. Hmm. Well, we gotta take you to a farmers market next week. That's a farmers market. That's where most of the pop-up shops are. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Anyways, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I'm just saying support black folks. Of course, please, please do um, support this, you know, this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't support. It's just those are one of those things that I think about. Mm-hmm. You know? I understand. It does make it a little bit harder to support. And that's that's kind of big around the black community. And, you know, a lot of black, you know, black folks don't really want to support the black folks because it's like man you're charging an arm and a leg for this and it's like man we already struggling as is for the most part in our community and it's like now i can't even afford to get your stuff mm-hmm. so support just understand there are its own ways pros and cons yeah and support where you can it doesn't necessarily have to be putting your money <laughs> into you know black businesses but you can support by educating yourself i think that's the most powerful and free way to do things we are lucky enough to have access to an internet that has several different information and i do encourage everyone especially non-black folks to research people who they have uh they don't know much about i know we hear about the malcolm x's and the martin luther king's or the rosa parks but um there's several people and I'll recommend this website is called Because of Them We Can. And they have a list of kind of unsung heroes in the black community that you can research and learn more about. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't don't put your money in black business. Please support. If you can. If you can. Definitely if you can. Yeah. And yeah. Stream music by black artists and the list goes on and on. And I just encourage everyone to Think of a way that you can uniquely support black communities um, this month, especially, but also for the rest of the year. Most definitely. And thank you for that, babe. You know, you have taught a lot of people a lot of things on ways to celebrate. Thank you. <laughs> but um, anything else? Puts my cash up below. Your cash app. I don't use cash app. <laughs> Put my Venmo and Zelle below. Why? I'm just kidding. Just support black what's your business? Black women. Okay. Um anyways. Moving on. Got anything else, baby? Mm-hmm. Got anything else? Nope. Oh yes I do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm bad at this hosting thing. All right, so we're gonna move on um to our first story. Um and um actually I'm gonna let uh Kristen open up the story because it's the story that <laughs> Okay, anyways. <laughs> well sorry. <laughs> so as you guys know, it is Black History Month. So moving into this first story, we're actually gonna be talking about somebody we actually lost, um, you know, before this month even started. Um, this is if you guys haven't heard, her name is um, former Miss USA is it Chrisley? Chrisley Christ. Chelsea. Chelsea. Ooh, I fucked that up. 
my bad. It's Chelsea Christ. Um, and she passed away Sunday morning um, from suicide. So she had actually, she was one of the uh, attorneys who sought out to help reform the American justice system, as well as a fashion blogger and an entertain and entertainment news co- correspondent. And she was crowned Miss USA in 2019. Um, she passed away by jumping off the building in Manhattan. And she had, of course, passed away by suicide. Uh, she was going through a lot of stuff, wasn't she? I'm not sure too much um, in depth, but I know it was sad. She actually posted an Instagram photo, right? Mm-hmm. You know, before she she made that decision. And it says, um, may you rest, may this bring you rest in peace. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, you know, I can't imagine what she was going through, but. Of course. The one thing I do want to remind everyone that no matter how hard, how tough life gets, even if it seems to be no solution to an issue, there's always someone that can help and someone that could just listen. Just let somebody listen. If that person doesn't listen, go to the next one. Go to the next one. Um, It's never worth taking your life. There definitely are a lot of resources out there. Um, People, you know, like you said, you could talk to. There's um, communities. There's uh, facilities that help people with these there's you know hotlines all kinds of things so if you ever are thinking about hurting yourself or doing something um of sound to yourself or even to somebody else you know you would get to that point where you just feel like i can't control something talk to somebody you know we are all we are all going through something we're not immune to anything you know even her being a a famous person probably makes great money and beautiful you know beautiful lady um Mm -hmm. she has you might think you know she got a smile on her face and that she could everything's fine and you know last thing you're thinking about is that man this this woman is in distress or this man's in distress and that they're thinking about doing something that is you know of this this level of magnitude and you know just understand that nobody's immune to depression you're not immune to um mental issues and health stuff and you know nobody's immune we've had a lot of superstars that have you know went out in a way suicide um or some type of you know overdose that everybody thought that the world thought this person was fine and what happened and actually in reality they were depressed Mm -hmm. you know they were going through a lot of stuff they didn't know how to handle it and that that was the only way they could think of to you know, solve this, solve or get rid of the pain. So just know that there are a lot of ways to, you know, to go about these issues that you're you're going through. Yeah. Shit. Even if you need to email me, email me. I got you. Email. I'm, yeah. Email me. Message me. I don't know. Call. Call. You don't have to call. This okay. girl. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, before he before, you know, our positive messaging stops, I do want to stress to check on your strong friends. I yes, like Kristen please. said, you know, we all go through this, not just the ones who are, you know, with their hoods on, with their head down, just minding their business. Sometimes it is the leaders in your community. Unfortunately, this was like the third suicide that had popped up on my timeline. And the other two were leaders in um, communities that I've been in. So I just, you know, I pray for their family and their friends or loved ones. And I don't want to remember them just because of the way their life ended. I do want to remember them because 
you know, they were leaders in our community and they were icons like Miss Chelsea as um, she was one of the four amazing black women to hold a pageant title in 2019. And that was record breaking where all the world's pageant titles, top pageant titles were all black women. And she had natural hair, big natural hair that is that does not fit the European standard of beauty. And she was a huge, huge advocate um, for the community in general, but for especially the black community. So I just want to thank her for the things that she's done in her short 30 years on earth. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, moving on, they're just starting off this Black History Month just wild. Wild, I tell yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So, I know some of you may have heard, but um, this being the first day of Black History Month, um, unfortunately, there have been a dozen bomb threats to HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. On the first day of Black History Month. First day. Causing many staff, faculty, and students to have to evacuate campus for their safety. It's crazy. Yeah, it definitely is crazy. I, I, all I can think about is, like, who sits here and has the time to be like, I'm going to call up all these HBCUs. One, research them, find them, and all these other things, and be like, hey, I'm going to call them and say there's a bomb. You know, who, who has that kind of time? It's just evil. It's very, very evil. It really makes me feel like we're back in the 1950s and 1960s. I don't remember if you remember that story of those four little girls who died in the church bombing. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. And it, it, it's like we're back in those days. And it's so sad to sit here and tell this story. And it kind of hits close to home because my little sister, Kelsey, she went to one of the schools that um, the bomb threat happened at. Um, she graduated from Bethune-Cookman University in Daytona, Florida. and she just moved back to that area recently and it's just sad to see that that's just actually happening like they really did that in 2022 it's it's just crazy um that you know even you know people are just trying to get education and you know and you have to deal with this kind of crap like come on you know be better do better you know find something better to do with your time you know, that's that's all I can really say. It's it's sad. It's just very sad. It's just hate and fear. They know that these wonderful students going to college and trying to get an education is going to, you know, be somebody and they wanna threaten that. Yep. So it's sad and a sad way to, you know, start Black History Month, but hey, we are going to celebrate it in other ways with good news that has happened. What you got, what you got? So, Maya Chaka, she is the first black woman to officiate an NFL game. Look at you, Maya. I yes. See you. So she, um, she officiated the first game. I think between the um, she did it last year in twenty twenty one. But yeah. you know, we're celebrating her today. And she um, refereed for the New York Jets and the Carolina Panthers game. Mm-hmm. And she's only the second woman to hold the title in the league history. And it says that, you know, she uh, she wanted when she was a little girl, she wanted to be the first woman in the NBA. 
Um, so she's always been in sports and she's also um, a public school teacher as well. Okay. So yeah. she's doing a lot. I'm not a big football fan like you are, but how does that sound to you to have like a, a woman officiate an NFL game? I am 100% for it. Um, I feel like, you know, this, this sport is bigger than just men. Uh, and officiating, definitely, like, I I think it's moving towards a sense of, you know, some type of change. Um, so it's, I don't have anything big to say about it. It's just like, I'm, I'm here for it, you know. I th- congrats, kudos to her, and congrats to her. Um, my question to you, though, is how do you feel about women wanting to <clears throat> join sports that are, like, for men? So NBA, um, football, are um, things of that nature. Yeah, I think it's um, fine and and great for them to dream to be of that. And I don't ever want to take away a you know a little girl's dreams of being like that. Um, but as far as like fairness and everything, um, you know, no one can deny that men are just physically, biologically more stronger physically than females. Uh-huh. And I can see ways that, you know, being like maybe the only woman on a team and playing against all men can bring forth a lot of issues yeah, um, and a lot of unfairness. Um, and I know in sportsmanship fair and in all games, there's a rule book and, yeah. and they focus on fairness and equality. And I think, you know, doing that and um, unless it's an equal co-ed team, like, you know, when you do community sports community leagues there's rules set in place that you have to have at least three to four girls on the team and that team has to have three to four girls Mm -hmm. as your opponent so unless it's anything like that and it's equally co-ed um i i think that's why things like the WNBA was made and the women's soccer league was made Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and that's those are all great points and i just want to remind you guys that these are strictly just opinions Uh, i don't want you thinking that me and her are the sound for you know the black community or men or women you know these are all just strictly opinions um but i kind of feel similar to how you feel um i'm all for you know women wanting to step out of that box and like hey i'm not just i'm more than just a woman i i can i can do what men can do and i get that and but there is that whole part of it where it's like you know there is a woman league for a reason, you know, and I, I you know, I, I understand that it's a, it's a very big, it's a big thing, you know, and it, I, I would rather there be, like you said, a co-ed, you know, you know, league where there's men and women and not just one woman entering uh, a field of m- men. Mm-hmm. It just, it just feels and it sounds wrong, mm-hmm. you know, because I think, you know how I am. I'm very big on playing both sides. So if you're going to do this for a woman, how would you feel if a man did it? Mm-hmm. So what if a man was like, you know what? I want to play in the WNBA. You know, is that is that okay? It's going to be 100%? <laughs> Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like if you're going to do one thing for one side, make sure that it's okay if it's done on the other side. Mm-hmm. There has been a lot of speculation around men, you know, are what's, what's the... Trans- I want to say transgender. Mm-hmm. I want to say like biological men okay. who have joined women's sports 
<clears throat> and identified as women or something of that nature. Right. And they have outshined women a uh hundred -huh. times, broken records and stuff like that. That's not fair for women to have to be like, man, I'm, I'm literally basically competing against a man. Let's, mm -hmm. let's be real here. <clears throat> let's be transparent. You're competing against a man in a, in a woman's sport at this moment. And it's unfair. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, biologically, you know, as much as we really want to change things, biologically, it's just not as possible as people really want it to be. Yeah. And I'm, I'm <clears throat> here for ch mm -hmm. change. I'm here for, you know, genders wanting to do different things. I'm all for it. But I just think there needs to be a fairness across the field. I'd rather there be a, a good mixture of both in a sport, whether it's football, soccer, basketball. I'd rather there be a co-ed league than for a man going to tell a women's sport or a woman going to a men's sport. And I do want to say I think my opinions are directly towards like professional leagues Most and definitely. professional things because I, I am for if a high school girl wants to join football and there's no women's football team at all at oh, the school, most definitely I'm for her. I will let like my future daughter join a male's football team. If she really, really wanted to, mm -hmm. because it, it's just something that probably wasn't, it's not available at the school at the moment. Yeah. You know, and same with, um, you know, a male wanted to join a volleyball team, you know, so they have men's volleyball. Oh yeah, but <laughs> at a lot of <laughs> but high it's schools, it's not as common. Yeah, at high schools, I I never seen one. Maybe yeah, that, you know, I haven't seen a men's volleyball <laughs> team either. Yeah, so yeah, like if it's not available at the time, especially for young people, I never want to, you know, reject a young person from trying something new just because of, you know, their assigned gender. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of I'm for that, but I I do know the same things apply that you know. That one girl on the football team is probably, you know, going to get roughed up. And she's probably already aware of that. Mm -hmm. And which <laughs> I, I expect, you know, if my daughter, for every reason, wanted to join a football team, I would sit down and let her know, look, I'm not I'm not getting on these guys for hitting you like a boy. Like you're going in there with this mindset that, hey, I'm going to get laid out and be OK with that. Get up and get back on your feet and go at it again. You know, I don't want them holding back and I don't want her her, her holding back. You know, that's just you're going to join sport. Understand that, hey, they're coming at you full force just like anybody else would. There's no freebies. There's no easy way out. This is what you wanted to do. This is what you got yourself into. And we're going to thrive in this. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be the first, hey, be the first. I'm all for it. You know, okay. and make it happen. Do you think there are any sports that women in particular are better at than men? That is going into a whole. <laughs> okay, you're okay, trying, well, you're trying to get me get canceled, but um, we won't start. We'll let our audience maybe well, talk about it in a poll. I know. I don't know. All right, we're gonna get <laughs> off this debate and move on to the next story. I'm sorry, I was trying to think. No, it's okay. I'm not even gonna say what I'm thinking, but go ahead. Go ahead. What do you think? Let's. I'm not gonna get into it no 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 i really do want to know what you think though what's work we'll talk about it later no 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 tell i'm me. not telling you oh but you're gonna ask me on it uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think who do you, th who do you think but like no i really want to know though I lost it. no you didn't i did you lost who you thought like women were who? better than sorry 
what you, I thought. You lost what sport women are better in yes, than men. because, like, I, okay, I kind of lost it, but now I'm, like, changing my mind, like, because. Were you going to say tennis? No, I was going to say tennis. There's mm-hmm. a lot of pro athletes, like, pro tennis players that won, you know, U.S. Opens and stuff mm-hmm. that are men. No. I think well, I think tennis is pretty equal, men and women. Yeah. But the big, big names, you know, all we hear is Naomi Osaka and Serena. Yeah, well, the women are definitely, like, the ones we hear the most from. Yeah, but, but, even if, those women, but if you lived in, like, England and Italy, most of their top tennis players are men. Yeah. Yeah. And I and even then, you know, there's been, I think we've seen a little documentary of, not documentary, but we've seen, like, a little interview with Serena Williams, who's like, I, would, I do not want to play men. Because they're just in a different, a different level oh, from really? women. Yeah, she, I don't remember she, that part. Yeah, but, she definitely said that. Huh. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, <laughs> let's go. All right, what you got for our next story? Our next story. So we we're talking about universities. So you know, HBCUs. Um, this university actually has something else happen. So University of Michigan accidentally told. 5,500 students that they will receive nearly full scholarships to this college. So Oakland University in, in Michigan mistakenly told 550, oh, 500, 5,500 students, incoming students that they received nearly full scholarships, chalking up the mishap to human error. Um, officials at the school said the email by the school just outside of Detroit, which happened January 4th um, and was corrected within hours came after Central Michigan University or CMU recently admitted to a similar error involving 58 students, but it is still awarding those mistaken scholarships. So basically what happened is these 5,500 students were um, told that they were going to get a Platinum Presidential Scholar Award, which is the biggest um scholarship you can get at a university but basically pays for your college so this this school grant which is good for twelve thousand dollars a year and covers nearly all the freshmen uh all of the freshmen or sophomores thirteen thousand nine hundred and thirty four dollar annual tuition so they sent this email out to five thousand five hundred students who applied for this scholarship and all these students like hell yeah gotta find that money somewhere hey hey, where's it at (laughs) (laughs) so basically they they came out and they're like hey look we made a mistake you guys are gonna get that reward but if you did apply for any other scholarships um we will give you that instead so they even though they didn't get the twelve thousand a year reward they still were given a scholarship regardless of you know whether or not they were going to be accepted for i guess uh, this is what the university's way of apologizing was that's a lot of money mm. so it says they had uh, applied for university scholarships and had been granted lesser awards typically a thousand to five thousand which will still be granted so a thousand dollars to five thousand five hundred students that's a lot of money they have it i work they at def- a university yeah they definitely have it but that is a big goof you know that's you goofed up so imagine having to give that to all the students. But hey, look, who if I was one of the students, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't be complaining. I'm at, but they didn't. But they're still not getting that full promised amount. Imagine somebody went to their mama crying, like, "Mama, I did it. You don't have to." 
work as hard as you're working i got a full scholarship mom now they're gonna be crying like mama i didn't get it. <laughs> i thought i had it sad and it, i get it like mistakes happen but i really want to know how this mistake happened because this actually happened at um my university really yeah not not yeah, as I far as had that many students not as far as scholarships, but as far as accepting acceptance into the nursing program. Damn, I know that that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and you know how like if you <laughs> if you knew how hard people studied and like tried to get into this selective nursing program, you know how happy people were when they when they said everybody got in, and then they turned around and was like, never mind, you actually didn't make it. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, check that email again, homie. <laughs> i would be devastated especially after you didn't told people that's but, embarrassing but what can you do like they make it errors just yeah. like anybody else it sucks it definitely sucks you think somebody got fired over this uh probably it depends on how the error really was if it was a really human error or was it just like something as simple as you know a push of a button like computer did something that it was supposed to do um pretty sure somebody probably got fired though Maybe that's where they're getting the other scholarship money from. Hey. Um, <laughs> but so in the Oakland email, uh, they said it's disheartening. CMU is willing to own up to their mistake. Um, sorry. CMU is willing to own their mistake and not just own it, but write it. Um, OU, OU's like, oh, yeah, we made a mistake. Deal with it. <laughs> It says Poindexter said Monday, um, it has not soured Carnell, um, but it has scorned me. So, yes, a lot of these students definitely are being affected, unfortunately. Um, got the memes popping right now. Oh, yeah, I bet so. I bet so. <laughs> but they when, hit close <laughs> to home. <laughs> when, you get to, when you get that acceptance <laughs> <laughs> note and find out they come back and take it back. That's like getting some good ass taxes, and then somebody comes and is like, "Hey, yeah, so we gonna need that back." <laughs> we'll love it. Yeah, that's so. Would you rather um, be mistakenly sent the email about financial, you know, help, like you you got the scholarship but you really didn't, or get an email saying that you got into like a pro, like a master's program but you really didn't get in? Ah, they both hurt kind of the same. They both have to do a lot of money. But I think our it would hurt more to try to get to a program and say I got into it and didn't. Hmm. Did not get the money. Because I think even though, you know, the scholarship is great if you get it, but you're already ultimately thinking I'm not going to. True. As for acceptance into something that, you know, is like, man, I already had, I already did all this work. You know, I'm competing against all these students. And like, dang, I got into it, and then they come back and like, actually, no, you didn't. Yeah, that would hurt more. Yeah, like, I agree. don't get me wrong, money is everything, but at the same time, like, if I still got something, that's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. That's for those students that basically got rejected for that program, they get nothing. Yeah, they didn't set up a try again. Mm -hmm. That that really sucks. But moving into our next story, um, we're going to be talking about Golden Crowd. <laughs> so a 40-person brawl broke out 
at Golden Crow over a reported steak shortage. Um, at the diners, at the diners, um, there could be seen people can be seen throwing punches and high chairs <laughs> at this riot. So, and all you can eat devolved into all you can beat <laughs> at this Golden Crow restaurant. So a viral video um, showed dozens of customers punching each other, shouting, jumping, and even swinging and throwing high chairs. We're talking about the high chairs, you know. You know, the, the high not chairs that the kids. kids sit in. Not the kids, man. Mm. <laughs> and it says the food fight reportedly broke out after the buffet had ran out of steak. So, But, like, why are you fighting each other? Hey, I think it broke out because it said somebody had cut in front of the line. Oh. And... It just turned into a whole hectic thing. So, babe, question: What is one of your favorite? What is one of your favorite foods to eat? What is one of your favorite foods to eat? You love crawfish. I do. I also love tacos. You love steak, also. You love yourself a good steak. (laughs) But I ain't gonna punch nobody behind it. Think about it. You waiting in this line, especially at Golden Corral. (laughs) First of all, it's Golden Corral. You won't even catch me at a Golden Corral. (laughs) First of all, it's it's, it's Golden Corral. They really out here fighting. This is expected to happen at Golden Corral. (laughs) So my thing is, is there a food that you would fight for? I don't think so. Like if you were starving, you were waiting in line for hours for this, and finally it came available, and somebody cut you in line. You wouldn't. You want to get mad. You wouldn't want to fight somebody. No. I'm just saying. Somebody the fact that I know how to cook and I could come and whip me up something, but I I do understand the disappointment behind like waiting for something all day. You you know, I'm I'm a person that when I when I get a good meal, like it's because I'm rewarding myself. Okay. So I feel like I worked for it. You know, I I did a good job. You know, finished all my work. I did extra stuff. I cleaned up around the house. Got all my chores done. You know. I worked hard. I got you. And then I roll up at Bayou Cat, and they say we don't got no more pounds of crawfish left. Nah, this that's not the scenario though. You roll, <laughs> up, you roll up to Bayou Cat, and they say, "Look, we got fifty pounds left." And you like, "Dang, I'm in this line. Ain't no way I ain't gonna get some of this fifty pounds." And say that you about to get there, and they like, "Look, we got five pounds left." And somebody cuts you in line, and they get the last five pounds. Now you don't wait in this line for over. They could catch the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like somebody catch your hands. That is not fair. That is not somebody fair. Somebody catch your hands, and that's basically what happened. Somebody <laughs> on cut site. The line. It says somebody said, from what I heard, it was overstake. Apparently, somebody had cut in line. Look, I'm sorry, but you gonna catch hands? Okay, I, I, now, you're not I'm not actually. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's something I'm really waiting for, you, I might. I might if I've been waiting and I'm hungry, but my thing is okay. But my How thing you had audacity to hear me out. Hear me out. My thing is I don't know how it ended up with everybody fighting though. That's, that's, that's the part. That's the biggest thing. I understand maybe two people, but everybody. How? I unless yeah. unless everybody in the back of the line like you cut the line, you got the last piece of steak, and then everybody got pissed off about it. And that they one started, person, yeah, beating your ass. Then I can see that happening. What city is this in? Uh, they got a lot of tension. I think Pennsylvania. It's cold up there. That's why they. It wasn't really the steak. It was built up tension because of the cold weather and just them. You know the pandemic. Like they just needed to. Anybody on site was catching the smoke. 
I'm dead. They just needed the opportunity. They, they want that That's steak. what happened. They want that golden crop steak in first. But place. all those people wasn't waiting for that one steak. I'm, they said that's the short- only logic I can. There was think a shortage of. though. Everybody's in line. Like man, I'm gonna get this piece of steak. Somebody came in there and was like, I want all of it. I'm just playing. They ain't gonna do that. But whatever they did pissed off a lot of people. Now I want a piece of steak and some asparagus and a baked potato. Okay. <laughs> but you could take me to get some this weekend. Maybe. We'll talk about it. This is not the time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's just crazy. So you guys stay away from go to crowd. <laughs> if they say there's a shortage of anything, just stay away it's not worth your life it's not not the high chairs you guys not the high chairs just stay away from the high chairs like there's a baby still in the hot chair oh man uh, that's so crazy but um let's go into our next and our final story so we're actually going to skip a couple of our stories we had planned but if you guys haven't heard Rihanna's having a baby. The internet broke. Literally broke. Have a baby by being baby and be a millionaire. Billionaire. She's a billionaire. She is a billionaire. My bad. With the B. And ASAP Rocky. Well, ASAP Rocky, he ain't. He ain't a billionaire. Not a mo- well, who was the one who got in trouble? Got in trouble. Yeah. Um, from the concert. Oh, oh Travis Scott? Travis Scott. Not ASAP. Sorry. Um, you got confusing them. black people too? Nah, but. <laughs> No. I definitely got them mixed up for a second. I was about to it's say, well, I was going to say, he, he, yeah, honestly, they do be having their hair kind of the same. But I was going to say, well, he ain't making no money because he in that lawsuit. <laughs> but as they, soon as possible, Rocky. When I say this freaking picture had came up, like I seen it once and then it was everywhere. Blew up. She's the <laughs> queen. She's on the level of Queen B. People are in there's been so many memes and stuff about drake drake oh my god <laughs> the, people were too quick <laughs> the drake memes are going they crazy. said <laughs> the, the, the one where he was like pour me a shot pour me a shot <laughs> <laughs> and then and then there was like drake playing take care and then somebody else comment the song of the album <laughs> <laughs> i'm dead it, it's oh just they man they going in on drake and Drake's he like, he's got, got nothing I, to I do got, with it. I got a whole baby. I've been hiding from the world. A whole life. <laughs> he was hiding the world from the baby. Yeah, he's hiding. He, was, he wasn't hiding his child from the world. He was wearing the, hiding the world from his child. Yeah. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I actually seen somebody. This photo, I think, what, this happened like, what, yesterday? I think this came out yesterday. yesterday. Literally dropped yesterday. And I seen somebody post the same pregnancy picture today. Either today or yesterday. Same outfit that she got on. They did the same like Oh, they did it? Yes. Oh, that was the pregnancy God. photo. And and that person was really pregnant and yes. she just decided well, to do the I photo don't know shoot. If that girl was actually even pregnant. I think she was just a bigger girl. Like she had a stomach. Oh. And she took that photo. She and wants to be like, like Riri. I guess so. And the funny thing is, I don't even know if this is like supposed to be pictures. Like, is it supposed to be pregnancy pictures or was it just like them walking around? No, it's supposed to be pregnant. It was their reveal. It, it was on purpose that they were walking through Harlem and that was their pregnancy photo shoot. Ah, they did that shit in the snow. She's they they for, look swaggy, though. They do. They do. She's down from Barbados, bitch. 
Is that what she said? <laughs> but I think it was even bigger deal because Rihanna's fans called the Navy. The Navy was bittersweet about this reveal. Let me tell you why. Okay. They're they're happy for Rihanna's happiness. Um, they also feel that you know Aesop Rocky is probably, you know, you know when you think highly of somebody like your child you're like oh nobody's good enough for them so that's how they're feeling and but they're very upset because <laughs> because rihanna ain't put out no album so they know that that's like her 10th priority right now <laughs> she got fenty she, she, been she, going got back. The ba- she got the baby she got all kind of line makeup lines lingerie lines all kind of things that's not music but why are people still thinking that she's gonna play an album when she says she ain't doing music no more it's the hope for them. Okay. They, they're hoping because she got so much, like you said, she got so much stuff. When she started Fenty and then she came out with a designer line. And she's trying known. to save the world. She has so many charities and. They said album. Got- <laughs> we need an album. Homegirl says she's pregnant. That's her number one priority now. They said that needs to come after the album. You need to make a song about pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to get any type of sample they could get. Sheesh. But I'm sorry, Navy. I don't look like it's coming no yeah, time soon. No time soon. Yeah. Unless she she might do a future with Travis Scott. <laughs> Why Travis? You mean ASAP Rocky? Fuck. ASAP <laughs> <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> it's Black History Month. Oh, ASAP right. Rocky. My fault. I'm sorry. I'm done. Are you an ASAP <laughs> Rocky fan? I like some ASAP song. ASAP. That's all I remember. <laughs> They have another person named ASAP. They got a whole bunch of ASAPs. Okay, ASAP. That's Rocky. not original. Okay, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, ASAP. Um, I can't remember. I think it's like it's not Doug. It's a, there's like there's like three or four of them. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a whole totally different thing. And ways. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations to you, Riri, and ASAP Rocky. Not Travis Scott. Not Travis Scott. No, 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 no. He's in my head right now, and I'm like, Travis Scott. Sorry. But uh, any closing remarks, babe? ASAP Rocky is ASAP Rocky, not (laughs) Travis Scott. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) But um, Support black-owned businesses. Yes, please do. Um, uh, I usually have Vic here to do all these things about, like... You miss Vic? I'm not good enough? I'm not saying I miss... First of all, don't do that to me. Um, but follow us on our social media. <laughs> our social media. Follow us on um Not Hear Me Out at KV. KK. And yeah, follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube. I don't got our stuff up right now, so I apologize. I'll put the stuff in a link somewhere right here. You'll see all that good stuff. And it's been a great episode. Thank you, Kayla, for stepping in again. And you'll probably see her again next week and until Vic comes back. Um, but we appreciate you guys for tuning in and hearing us out like always. And we will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.